And uh, tonight, top of the shop, one of the true legends of show business, still stalking the stage like a big colossus thing, Count Arthur Strong. And in fact, um, uh, when we went to interview Michael Stipe in Sheffield, he was most insistent that, that that interview had to go in on the same week as Count Arthur Strong. Because it's sort of reassuring and heartwarming to know that Count Arthur is as much loved by Michael Stipe and um, a few other people in America as Count Arthur is over here. Right then, uh, Count Arthur Strong, welcome back to the programme. Absolutely marvellous to be here, Buck. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> it's very nice to see you. And um, uh, how are you coping in these uh, th these cold times? Because it's pretty fierce weather. I notice you've got a powder blue pullover on there under your, under your tweed suit. That's right. I put the old sleeveless V-neck on. That's how I cope with the winter conditions. I've never really felt the cold. It's never really bothered me, actually. Oh, is it not? Right. Yeah. OK. And then dapper as ever. I think it's just people want to know. A, a red silk bow tie there. Yes, that's very new, that is. That's is it? a present. That was a gift of Doris McLeaner. Oh, was, I mean, well, it's, it's interesting that you mention Doris McLeaner because I've never actually uh, asked you because I don't like to pry into your private life. Whether there was a, a Countess Arthur Strong at, at any point. Well, let's just say, you know, I've lived life to the full and leave it at that, if, we, if you don't mind, Mark. Right. Too many people would get hurt if I, um, you know, <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. Really? Oh, yes. No, no current, though. Um... Um, no current. My lips are sealed. Right, okay. And I've thrown away the key. <laughs> right then. Um, so, uh, but still wearing the deck shoes, I see. Now, that's a, that's a canvas shoe. Oh. In, in snowy weather? Is it? They'll have to cut these off me, these deck shoes. I've never had a pair of shoes so comfortable. Right. No, they'll carry me out with them on my feet. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you have a rain? Are you thinking of investing in more, or is it just that one particular pair that you like a lot? Well, when these are gone, I'll review the situation. Let's, uh, let's uh, say that's what mm -hmm. I'll do. I'll yes. review the situation. I mean, of course, when you're when you're at your height, well, you still are. At your height, I still am at my height. Yes, uh, yes right. But uh, you know, uh, treading the boards with all those, uh, you know, in the West End of oh. London, which with whom some of the greats you appear with. Oh, just I don't want. You, I know you don't like to mention it, but um, what's his um, what was his name? That one. Um, oh, yeah, I I picture his face, Mark. That's, yeah, um, Rex Harris. Rex uh, Harris. Don't yeah. know the paintings with. Um, for the kids with yeah. swimming lessons, you know. Right. No, that's Rob Ferris, isn't it? Is it? But, uh, no, it was Rex because he did Dr. Doolittle, didn't he? Yes. And I was in that. Were you? Well, I was, I was one half of the Push Me Pull You. Were you? Yes. Were you pushing up? Pull Me. Were you? Yes, right. yes OK. Push You. Uh, right. And uh, did you wear your, um, I mean, deck shoes, presumably, a gentleman in those days, you know, needed a, more of a sturdy brogue, really, didn't he? You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been a sort of getting to the clubs with those, uh, oh, the gentleman's club with the deck shoes. You're not the only shoes I've got. They're my oh, no. favoured pair. Yes. I do have a nice, lovely set of brogues I've had since 1958. Right. Yes. The brogues are for life, aren't they? Oh, really? they are. If oh, you they are. Leather uppers, everything. Right, yes. Now then, on tonight's programme, a bit later on, obviously um, it, there's been a bit of a sort of schism in the church this Ooh. week, and, uh, you know, talking about all kinds of things, that the Pope's not been well. Oh, dear. Why, why, so, you know, why does he carry on? Well, he's a Pope, isn't he? I mean, oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the, uh, um, it's obviously a big week. For religion. Religion has been at the forefront oh. of our minds. And we wanted to do something, you know, like a kind of, I suppose, a thought for the day, really, but in more depth. That's right, yes. And that's, I prepared a little something uh, this, this week about uh, religion. But, um, you know, because um, in my game I have to be impartial, I'll be putting uh, both, both sides of the argument. Um, starting, first of all, with the religious uh, lobby yeah. uh, from the very dawn of creation. Uh, through Moses and the Israelis, um, then uh, the uh, the Jews, the last 
uh, last supper than um, onwards to the Crusades, Mark, uh, right. with King Richard the uh, Bonaparte and the scimitar-wielding heathen Saladin. That it's um, oh, I don't know, Oliver Cromwell, <laughs> um, John Bunyan, Charles Dance, and oh, Darwin. Uh, oh, Charles Darwin. I mean, I'm always doing that. Uh, Billy Graham. Cliff Richards, and where we are today. So, there you are. You're in for a uh, right treat when we get to that bit. Okay, right. So, it's a sort of potted history of religion versus Darwinism in, on tonight's show. This, like, the whole story. Very concisely put. But, right, okay. Well, you know, who could tune out now, right? Um, uh, Count Arthur Strong on the programme tonight, and, uh, you know, I, I think food for thought, guaranteed, Absolutely. definitely. Um, uh, we'll play a tune by Helene. Um, uh, this is marking time. And, uh, Helene used to be in... Um, a band called Barefoot Contessa, who used to like a lot. Um, and this is her new tune. And Count Arthur, it's got a seagull on the front. And do you know what? what? Inadvertently, I've had a day of up and down. Because I'd, uh, I killed a seagull today. Oh, it you've flew into the, It flew into the windscreen. I didn't do it on purpose. Well, I felt deep. seeing, watching. I don't. I felt deeply upset. Yeah. You know, because it's a life gone, oh, isn't it? Yeah, I killed a sparrow once. Yeah. yeah. But then Man City came back from 2-0 down. So, ah, you know, well, lovely cloud the seagull faded oh. into, yeah. I didn't want it to seem like I was making light of the death of a seagull, Count Arthur, before. Oh, I didn't think you were for no. one minute. No, all right, I just lied oh, no. to Because no. I'm, I'm very animal-minded, and my cat's gone missing at the moment, Rastus. Oh, dear, you're having a bad time of it, Martin, I know. I'm saving a few quid on cat food, but well, it's not really much consolation. But, you know, something, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to hold on to the positives in all these situations, don't you? Do you know, my cat, I don't eat the most expensive one. Really? It's my, it's my own fault, they're all telling me that. It's bad at rotten, always happens. Yeah. Well, you know, what but can Anyway, you... that'll all be in my book of mine, um, I'm doing. Right. So it's all, I've always laughed. You right. read all about that in the book. But Here what, you what? are, guessing it all for nothing. You're <laughs> gonna get down the shops and get it bought, you tight. Yes. So, so, so. From 1965, Bob Dylan, positively 4th Street. Uh, there does seem to be some disagreement amongst Dylan aficionados which 4th Street it is. I don't know if you... Well, there's, there's West 4th Street in Greenwich Village where I used to live, uh, where all that sort of boho scene was launched. Um, or, or it was also on uh, sort of Frat Row University of Minnesota, 4th Street, Minneapolis. So, uh, I don't, which one do you think, Count Arthur? Well, there's a 4th Street in Exeter, I know, because I've walked down it. Could be that one, yes. couldn't it? Yeah. Could be that one. Right, let's go with that one, because you're the font of most things, aren't you, Thank Sam? you very much. Count Arthur Strong on the programme tonight. Um, we'll play that tune for Helen Thompson. Says, uh, send you a note uh, from my mum for Monday's show to say sorry in case I fall asleep during the second half. But although, unlikely with the material we've got coming up, because on Tuesday I need to be up at 6.45 because I'm doing a sponsored swim from my hometown on northwest Cumbria, St. Bees, to Ramsey Bay in the Isle of Man, which is 21 miles. Oh, a lunatic. <laughs> well, they're doing it in the local pool. Oh, this is sorry. sort of that's equivalent. Better, yeah, yeah. For Macmillan nurses, right? Oh. It's all the stuff from Iceland in Whitehaven, oh, um, and uh, the uh, lady drinkers of the Oddfellows Arms in St. Bees. I must have been in there because I've been. I went to St. Bees to start the coast to coast walk, and we were, made a point of going in each oh. pub. Well, sounds, sounds reasonable. Yeah. Perhaps you have. Anyway, Helen, uh, good luck for that. Um, Paul in Leeds said, um, nice to have Count Arthur on the programme, who shows some respect for the longevity of footwear, unlike yourself, Mark, the Imelda Marcos of the Airways. But I, I have many pairs of shoes, but it doesn't mean to say I don't respect the longevity. Well, uh, I'm not sure the two go together myself. No. No. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm still, you know, in need. I th I'm still, I think, uh, you'll have to take me shopping because I'm still in need of investing I'll in a good, solid pair of brogues. I'd be delighted to take you shopping right. for some shoes. Well, that would be, what a day out in store yeah. that would be. Perhaps we could give it away as a prize and someone, a lucky listener, could come with us. Yeah, we could have a spot at lunch or something, couldn't we? That'd be nice, nice, wouldn't it? Oh, mate? yes. I don't want those deck shoes, though. I mean, they look good on no, you, but I don't... No, they don't suit everyone. I, don't I can it... carry them off. That's um, yes. Yeah, right, OK. Dave Parks uh, from Whitchurch in Shropshire has been on, said, uh, Dear Mark, having been suitably impressed by his movie musical tribute to Rex Harris, I wonder if the multi-talented Count ever undertook a recording career himself, and if so, are the recordings commercially available? Oh, yes, I've, oh, I've released many, um, um, 78s, uh, the, uh, right. the big ones, uh, um, uh, and I think, because uh, I've had an, uh, many queries over the years about my records, I think you can still get, um, she wears red feathers in a Rurura skirt, um, that one. I had a bit of an altercation with Perry Como at the Royal Command uh, performance about that. Did you? Oh, Joe, jo, you, oh, dear me. Which, uh, oh, he's a nasty man, that Perry Como. Is he? He's got a temper on him. Has he? I only went to see him beforehand to say hello, Perry, um, and ask him what song he was going to do. He said, well, I'm going to do She Wears Red Feathers in a Hood Over Us. I said, no, you're bloody well not. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. It's all right. um, um, because I had, had some moderate success in the busy ship parade with that record. Right. And was doing it that night on the bill by public demand. Yeah. Well, anyway, he, he took a swing at me. Did he? I sidestepped and I was going to get him with an uppercut because um, that's the natural counter to the right cross, which is the punch you throw. Unfortunately, when I sidestepped, I fell into the orchestra pit. Oh. I was right down to the bottom. Oh, thank goodness. The... Um, St. Anne's Jumblers Brigade was there because they rushed me up to hospital, Mark, where I was treated um, immediately for a suspected arm. So you can tell how serious that was. Right, well, okay, yeah. Yes. That's kind of anecdote that really kind of, you know, just fills the airwaves with energy, you what know. What was the question, anyway? I don't know. Okay. Uh, right, okay, it was about shoes, I think, was it? Some... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll, we'll get on to the... Uh, Count Arthur tonight is going to be the divide between uh, religion and Darwinism, and we're going to go through the whole history of all those things between now and the... We'd better get a move on, haven't we? Oh, right? yes. A very pretty record, that, from Hem, and that is called Receiver, which comes out... Uh, I think it might be out now, actually. Yeah, I think it's out there. And uh, they've been doing this Twisted Folk Tour, which uh, they were playing tonight in Norwich. Um, uh, we'll also play that tune for uh, Russell in Aberystwyth, who says uh, the only shoe shops in Aberystwyth, Count Arthur, are Shoe Zone and Clark's, where no suitable brogues are sold. So can I come on the shopping trip? Imagine being, I mean, I have nothing against Shoe Zone or Clark's particularly, but it's not a great selection of shoe shops for a town, it's, is it? It isn't. Uh, uh, you should think about moving, really. Yeah, yeah. sound advice there, yes. sound advice Ooh, that's for, for Russell in Aberystwyth. Count Arthur Strong is with us tonight, legend of the stage and uh, author and uh, philosopher and principal of the uh, Doncaster School of Performing Arts. That's so you can call it, that's if you want, yes. What's it called, really? It's the Academy of Performance, Mark. Right, OK, sorry, let's get these yes. things right. Uh, but tonight with us is a kind of spiritual guide ambassador, really, you know, in many ways, because religion been on our mind this week a lot. That's right, and that's why I picked it for my topic this evening. Right, OK, then. Ready, then. Right, oh, yes. But well, do you want me to ask you something? I mean, it's oh, like, no, no, I mean no. you are a gifted public speaker oh, when yes. you're on, you know, usually the kind of dreadful guests we get on here late yes. at night, Count yes. I'll be honest, I have to lead them and sort of take no. them through and feed them stuff. No. When you're on, I prefer just to take a sort of, you know, sit back and listen to the master at work. Thank you very much. If I can, you have to say so. Right, OK. Um, so, well, 
We'll start with the religious camp, um, and we'll get to the other um, later. There. Yeah. Um, so, in the very beginning of time, there was nothing but the darkness. Um, God said, let there be light, and there was light, radiant and bright. Mm -hmm. God called the um, light day, ju just like we do. Right. And the darkness, he called night. Again, uh, which is just like what we call it, isn't it? So, so far, Mark, yeah. he's only calling things what we already know <laughs> um, they are. Yeah. And that we call a trend. Um, on the second day, God created Adam and Eve, Mark, from some uh, spare ribs. Uh, I don't know where they got those from. No one uh, thought to ask. Right. Um, Adam and Eve, innocent and without shame, naked as the day they were born, walked hand in hand through the Garden of Eden. Now, the Garden of Eden was absolutely enormous, so one can only imagine how big um, the house must have been. Right. Uh, there's nothing left of it these days, which is a terrible shame, isn't yeah, it, Mark? Right. Yeah. You, you'd think there'd um, do a time team on it, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'd watch that. Mm, I Wouldn't would. you? I would, definitely. Oh, yeah. um, they, they nibbled on one delicious fruit after another. Apples, oranges, uh, uh, pears, bananas, um, satsumas, nectarines and tangerines were everyday fare. <laughs> Do you know, when I was researching up on ancient Egypt, um, Garden of Aden, um, I asked my greengrocer, Alan Clifford, <laughs> Um, he drinks in the woodpecker. Right. You must have seen him. Yeah. Um, for a ballpark number of just how many different kinds of fruit there would have been in those days. Mm. And he said to Alan, there would have to be somewhere in the region of between 50 different ones. And that's coming from an expert in the field who's had his own shoe shop, established go <laughs> fruit shop, shoe shop. That's because they all fault that with all the shoe stuff. Uh, had his own fruit shop. Idiot. Um, established 1963. <laughs> now, God specifically told Eve not to eat from the tree of life, but um, something to do with a snake happened, and she did. When God found out about this mark, he flew into a raging fury and made them cover up their modesty. This is confirmed in the many paintings of them, in which their... Um, Genitalia regions is generally covered up with a leaf from off a, a bush. He then cast them out of the Garden of Eden and, like the animals in the dirt, made them go forth and multiply. Mm. Two, uh, two is a four, three sixes are eighteen, etc. Uh, et oh, I'll get on to that. Um, uh. Uh, right, I thought we were going to do the crucial three, but I think we probably not because we did have Graham Johns from Cardiff, who's either thought better of it or uh, the uh, technology of the uh, telephone system there has let us down. So uh, we'll uh, go to Embrace, I think, and we'll try and get Graham back. Do you feel better now, Countile? Because it's quite a weight on your shoulders, isn't oh, it? It's all a that, relief to the get religion, all that religion yeah. off. Oh, it's a, it yeah. is a weight I carry. But uh, you know, I think oh. that, that you, you really have enlightened us, though. Oh, but I, I feel a lot better for saying okay. all this. Yeah. Um, all right then. So, um, uh, is he back? <laughs> right, okay. Crucial three, music of quality and distinction. All right, we will try again. We'll, this is the tune. Yes, you who must leave everything that you cannot control. Graham Johns in Cardiff, are you there? I'm here, I'm out. Excellent, excellent. Very good, very nice to hear from you. How are you doing, all right? I'm all right, yeah. Uh, what do you do in Cardiff, then? 
I'm in. I'm in IT. Oh, yeah, shall, we, you, shall we stop it there? Well, we can't, yes. I mean, I, I I feel the fault is all mine because we get a lot of people involved in the IT business on and I never know what to say to them, really. So, no, uh, it's understandable. Well, I should swat up a bit, then I can ask an intelligent question. Really, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a very broad church these days. Yeah, well, OK, then, yeah. And what do you like doing when you're not doing your IT, then? Are you of a religious bent? Uh, no, no, not, not really, no. No, I was just like, wonder whether you kind of uh, felt that uh, hearing Count Arthur Strong recounting the story of creation had perhaps made you feel that well, you... It, it was enlightening, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think uh, there'll be people flocking to churches, of, of, you know, of all denominations tomorrow because of the wise words of Count Arthur there, I think. Well, definitely, yeah, it's opened my eyes. Yeah, good. Well, that's, yeah. you know, that's what we, that's what we seek to do. a revelation. Yeah, good. Okay, that's perfect then. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, uh, right, tell us about this tune then, Graham. Oh, right, yeah. It's uh, Sisters of Mercy by, uh, by Laughing Len, Leonard Cohen. Laughing Len, right. Are you a big Leonard Cohen fan? Uh, yeah, I, I like a bit of Len. Embrace, looking as you are. Congratulations to them, because they were dropped by the record company and then made this new album, uh, Out of Nothing, which has now sold more than all their other albums, the first three albums, put together. So it's a great story, really. I'm very pleased with them, because uh, they're, they're top blokes. Um, uh, play that also for anybody who's been to see Embrace tonight at Leicester de Montfort Hall. And also for Susan, whose birthday it is today. Susan Housen said, uh, I see you have the legendary Count Arthur on your show again uh, today. Hooray, a welcome return. As it is my birthday today, can you ask him if he would sing just a little bit of Sir Cliff Richard's most famous song Congratulations and Celebrations it would make an ordinary day much more special. That's great. Thank you very much. <laughs> Happy birthday, Susan. Radio 2's Life to Live campaign continues this Friday lunchtime as psychotherapist Brett Carr joins Jeremy Vine to talk about Britain's obsession with sex. Lust is not an essential ingredient for love. And discusses the psychology of sexual problems. Um. The starting point is opening up to somebody. It could be your partner or it could be a trained professional or anybody in between. Communication is the key to all good emotional health. Life to Live with Brett Carr on The Jeremy Vine Show. Friday from midday, online on digital and on 88 to 91 FM, BBC Radio 2. Um. It's all very well for Jeremy Vine and his mates doling out what they say is sound advice. I think, uh, you know, we're kind of the leaders of the field here, Count Arthur. Oh, you're not kidding there. Right, OK. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we've already... He, he's just doing sexual problems. We've already done religion. Well, now we can. <laughs> you know. Um, um, but uh, obviously the big debate is, uh, you know, religion versus Darwin is... is Darwin is... how do you say it? Oh, uh, you're asking the wrong, uh, no, wrong person there, Matt. Darwin. Da, um, Darwinism. Darwinism. Da Darwin. Hey, What's up with you? What's up with you? for anything after that. Marvellous. <laughs> right, OK, then. So, are you going to give us the other side of the argument, having already done religion? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. as I've said, um, after being partial in my in my say, don't you? So now is the time for me to um, to play devil's advocate. If you, oh, shut up. Um, I mean, um, devil's uh, advocate. Advocate is what you have in um, a snowball, isn't it? That's yeah. why it's that's why it's fresh in me because I've had a, a, a snowball before I come on tonight, right. and I don't want I don't want your listeners to think I've been knocking the drink back. I've just had one to numb the pain I'm in. 
because what they're not picking up as well, Mark, is um, because I'm covering it up well, of course, is um, I'm suffering from uh, a trapped nerve in, oh. the, in the top of my leg. Sorry. Oh, I've been to the doctors and everything with it. Not that I needed him to tell me what was up. Um, I've said to him, I've said to him, I've got a trapped nerve in my leg. I'm experiencing uh, classic neurological pain. So he said, slip your trousers off to your underpants uh, for me and sit on the, um, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the day bed thing they've got yeah. in there, you know. Yeah. Um, he said, can you touch your toes? I said, yes, thank you. I can touch my toes if it's any of your business. He said, well, will you, will you do it now for me? I said, look you, I'm not a performing seal. <laughs> Never known anything like it, and I stormed out. Right. I must have any truck without. Anyway, um, I had to go back, Mark, later <laughs> in the day, because I left my trousers in there. Um, and he's only in there with some other poor beggar in his underpants. What goes on in that surgery? Beggar's <laughs> beggar's belief, mm. honestly. What am I doing? Um, you're doing down, oh yeah, right, you? yeah, yeah, right, right, um, right. Okay, so we've had the religious side of the argument. Yes. Now um, let's address the other issues on the other side. You see now. I don't know whether any of you believe that, what I said about the religious um, argument, uh, whether that's your persuasion. Because, you see, there are people who come down on the other side of the tent, uh, field, uh, fence, um, fence, and these we call the natural selective people. And Charles Dance is one of... Uh, Darwin! What was he doing? Uh, Charles Darwin! Charles Dance is a, f a French singer. It's on, it's on the Eurovision, isn't it, Mark? You remember that. Um, Charles Darwin is who I mean, is one of them. Now, I've read his book, um, The Naked Civil Servant... Not The Naked Civil Servant. <laughs> Naked Ape! The Naked Ape, extensively, from cover to cover. You would expect no less of me. And I think i found it's Achilles' heel, if you will. According to him, we all come from the gorillas. Mm. Fair enough. So far, so good. Well done, Charles. But the one question you never answer is A, who uh, made the gorillas? And B, why are there still gorillas today if they've all turned into wolves? You see, you can't have it both ways, Charles. It's like, it's like Charlton Heston, Mark. Listen to this. One minute is Moses, the Ten Commandments. Next minute is talking to a gorilla and it's talking back to him, riding round on a horse with a rifle in its hand. Now, come on. I know he wants us all shooting ourselves, does Charlton, but arming grithers just doesn't make any sort of sense. You, 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 you couldn't make something light up, that, that up, could you, Mark? Let's have a little sanity. So it'll be um, red cheeks all round Charles Dance's house when all this comes out. Wouldn't like to be a fly on the flypaper there. So, oh, that's it, Sponge now, because of me, isn't it? Yeah, right, sorted. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right, then, so that's the other side of the debate, yeah. as presented by Count Arthur Strong. Yeah. If anybody does have any questions, although I can't imagine they will, because yeah. you've settled all the issues, They can make you? their own mind up, can't right. they? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, Count Arthur Strong, wonderful to see you. Oh, marvellous to be with you. As always. Yes. Um, uh, Paul on the M1 said, could Count Arthur take over as coach for the England rugby team? I think, I think just sort of alluding to the sort of inspirational effect you have on people. Is that the kind of work you've ever done? Sort of Motivational speaking? Yes. Oh, yes, I've done lots of that, Mark. Oh, right. Oh, is this someone in a position of authority with the uh, uh, rugby football team? Because I'd be very interested in, in uh, taking that job on. Well, it's Paul on the M1. So, so. you know, say Sir Clive Woodward, he was a sharp man once, a very shrewd, getting yeah. out when just, just when, uh, you know, they started losing. 
It's the trick, isn't he it? He must have known. He no. must have known, man. That's the trick. Yes, yes I will have that job, thank you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're going out on tour soon, aren't you? Oh, that's right, yes. That starts, all starts up on the, I think, the 8th of um, April. I'm right. all over the place, yes. Oh, OK. Yes, oh. I've got the website. You can check all that if you want. You What's know. your website? Oh, uh, yeah. com, I believe. Right, all right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, we hope to see you, though, before you start oh, out on this. Oh, gosh, yes. You come back and, so. and, and inspire us and motivate us by talking on another subject, oh, yes. if you would be so kind. Well, 